Uh-huh. Welcome to the three-way theater. Yeah. Ha. You know. You know. Hey, y'all ready? Let's go. We all about wrestling, but don't call us fanatics. Uh-huh. We talk about wrestling movies, review the classics. Uh-huh. From ready to rumble, body slamming, Russell Madness. You can tell us our passion. Now we into podcasting, screaming Northeast Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Mr. Peacock, go ahead, represent. Yeah. Three-way theater, three the hard way. From your boy Mike J.C. and one, two, three, yeah. test. One, two, three, test. Four, five, six, test. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, to test. Test, 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 Oh, goddammit, robot shake. <laughs> All right, I think we're, I think this is the best we're going to I mean, you know, have. we gotta, we gotta make good with what we got, you know? Yeah. You we've, know? we've had that, that mantra since day one. It's like that song, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Aww. Don't adjust your, uh, your radios because uh, you know this is a new episode well you not might, an old episode well you may need to adjust your radios depending on audio quality that's okay. guys like, i need to talk to you for a second do you think that they're listening on radios on old time yeah. radio like they're they're dialing in yeah putting on the tuner yeah 1460 on the dial <laughs> that is not true we're on hoobazoo.com oh, sunday nights true. at 11 p.m no, 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 that's not that's, no, not, that's, that's, not, that's not, not it no, no. Oh. I, made that, I made that mistake and I was corrected. Oh, that's true. What yeah. year is this? Uh, it is 2018 and welcome to Three Way Theater. Hey guys, I'm Mike Pavo. I'm Lumberjay. And I'm JC. And this is well, Three Way Theater. We, 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 we established that at the beginning. Are we, are we leaving? Are we going no. out? No. See you later. But yeah. what, what, what is Three Way Theater? Well, we review pro wrestling. Movies. And pro wrestling movies. You're darn right, we do. Yeah. All right, and sometimes uh, pro wrestling shows. Yep. On the occasion, we dabble. And, and also uh, a TV episodes too of pro wrestling. Uh, yeah, we sprinkle them in here yeah. and there. And sometimes uh, some movies that could only be described as like an hour-long TV special uh, crammed into a movie. Um, are you possibly referring to what we just watched? Sure am. Oh, all right. Which would be uh, Atomic Blue. Atomic wait, Blue. No, wait. What? Has yeah. anybody ever here heard of uh, this movie? No. So we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I, I mean, before we we always we always just fucking we just die. We don't actually take the time. Yeah, to... we never dance around before we start the like, movie. We fuck around for like fifteen minutes and then just start talking about the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like they're like, no... okay, final scene. The connective tissue to a three-way theater episode is kind of like the movie we just watched, where scenes happen from scene to scene, no explanation. Right. Yes. Okay. First and foremost, before we jump into Atomic Blue, um, I wanted to uh, throw out a couple of things. We got a lot of feedback on our most recent best in show episodes. Um, with what are you? What are you guys doing? Well, Mikey picked up the little. He picked up a little object on your table. Yeah. And I was trying to inform him that is used to grind the dead skin off your feet. That is exactly what it's used for. And Mikey Whoa. was touching him with his hands. Yeah. Why didn't he lick his hand? I don't afterwards? know. That was weird. Oh my god. I mean, I'm kind of attracted and turned on by this. Do you but... save the shavings? Yeah. No, it's just, like, does it collect a thing and then you can just pour it over your pasta? Yeah, like, like parmesan. <laughs> what? That is the grossest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Wait, you don't do that. 
that? No! See, I always wanted to have a wrestler use a pet egg and bring it out to the ring, and then he opens it and throws the powder into people's eyes. That's actually brilliant. Yeah, that's just me, though. <laughs> so, as I was saying... Uh, our most recent Best in Show episode where we reviewed WrestleManiac 7. Mm-hmm. WrestleManiac 7. Um, we got a lot of great feedback. Um, there were a couple of corrections and omissions that I wanted to bring up uh, before we kind of dove in. Oh, some housekeeping. Yeah, you Ooh. get a little housekeeping. Little housekeeping. We never housekeep. As you can see, looking at my house. Tell. Yeah. Um, Mainly because of me. <laughs> that's also true. I just yelled at you, Lumberjack before we went on the air. Oh, you never throw stuff away. That's true. You how don't. Do you, uh, you the tissues I... you dropped from the last time are still on the ground. Accurate. How do you think my car feels? <laughs> Weighed down on one <laughs> <Yeah>. side. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake, you had uh, you had an omission that you wanted to go over about the something about the death count of WrestleMania X7? Yeah, um, WrestleMania X7 was one of our most recent of the movies, you know? Or the the, the events. Yes. In the sense that 2001 is one of the later events. I think only uh, Insurrection was one of the later ones. Right. And um, I just uh, thought it was weird that uh, WrestleMania X7 Fantastic. Um, had the highest death count of any of our events so far. Okay. The, um, sad. Our oldest event that we watched, Super Brawl 1991, only had three people. Wow. Which was uh, Big Josh, Brian Pillman, and El Gigante. Uh, and then the next highest amount was Royal Rumble 1996. Okay. Which had Chris Candido, Mabel, Yokozuna, Owen Hart, and British Bulldog. With WrestleMania X7 <laughs> having a grand total of uh, six people... Test, Eddie Guerrero, China, Chris Benoit, Earthquake, and Doink. Holy shit. Yeah. So, isn't that a. Isn't and that Bobby weird? Heenan, right? Oh shit, Bobby Heenan. So that's seven. Yeah. X7. Oh no. Don't forget about Gene Oakland's arm. Yeah. Oh, oh RIP. God, Jesus. Yeesh. I still have a hard time watching Legends House and seeing that thing. Michael Hayes' waistline. RIP. <laughs> um, so, that's, a, that's, that's pretty big. I mean,. I don't think it's any surprise that the Attitude Era stars uh, kind of they've they've burnt out very quickly. No, well, but I think it's I think it's fascinating that the oldest one we've done, which was '91, only had three. Yeah, and this one, ten, ten years later, yeah, seven people, seven guys. I was also informed by Rui Batello on our trip to WWF New York back in July of 2001. There actually was, there's all, I guess there was always somebody on hand to do autographs. Even and, in the afternoon on, on and, a weekday? Even in the afternoon on a Wednesday, they were like, hey, Lita, what are you doing? Get down there and sign some autographs, eh? And so, uh, yeah, Lita was, uh, she was also uh, busting tables, too. So <laughs> it was nice. Got to earn her keep? Yeah. Was there thong hanging out? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Unsanitary. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then the final thing that I wanted to kind of bring up was that uh, I got word that our our feed for our episode, so if you don't listen on the Podbean app and you listen through iTunes, Stitcher, or the TuneIn app, um, you could only get the last 20 episodes of Three-Way Theater. So I went back in and I opened up the RSS feed, so now you can go back and listen to our original episodes. Yeah, we took right. down the paywall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a soft paywall, now it's a hard paywall. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so now you can go back and listen to Body Slam or uh-huh. or uh, can we put that one back behind the paywall? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Just that one. Slammed. I did notice that we could only go back to like Countdown or something. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, there was a lot. Actually, every episode before No Holds Barred was not available on the other uh, players. So now you can go back in, listen mm-hmm. to our old episodes. You can now go in and listen to that first Best in Show oh. that we did with ECW Barely, Barely Legal. Legal. We'd also like to thank those uh, who are listening to us on Stitcher. Yes, absolutely. Thank yeah. you, guys. Spotify. You're welcome. Thanks, Adam Salzer, for making We're us not go on, on Spotify, by the yeah, way. Yeah, do not say that. <laughs> Look us up on Spotify. You can't say that. You can't because it's so not true. <laughs> Wait, why can't I say it? Because it's not true. I'm just being a scamp. Jesus. God damn it. I owe $76 for being a scam. Sure do. <laughs> 76 Yes. Oh, my God. My scamp activities. So... Let's talk a little bit about Atomic Blue. Where where did you come up with this? Because yeah. I know me and Mikey have never heard of this. No. Okay, so when we started building our compendium of pro wrestling movies yes. and TV shows that we would eventually review, I went down the rabbit hole. I started looking for anything possible that had wrestling in it. After we went through all the different like Wikipedia articles and different other like wrestle crap and things like that, I started just going on Amazon and I just started typing in wrestling to see what might pop up mm-hmm. beyond documentaries or things like that. And in the related fields to Nacho Libre was Atomic Blue. So I, you know, I clicked on it and I saw it and I saw that the DVD was two dollars. What a, how, what a steal! How am I? How am I not going to get this movie? Even if we never reviewed it, how I would hate myself for like not just not having that in the collection. Yeah. So yeah, it's a two dollar uh, purchase. Now, did you do like? Do you know why this movie is? Okay, so I have unfortunately. Even in today's technological age, there is very limited information on Atomic Blue. But um, in this technical age, I couldn't help but notice the website you went on. We're going to get there. We are going to get there. I don't want to jump calm, ahead. Calm but, the horses. But, so, okay, so if you notice in this movie, what I was able to determine is that the movie seems to take place in 1995. Yes. Okay. The now, Year of Our Lord. The Juni- Year of Our Lord. Junio. <laughs> right. Um, I love it that movie. It turns... <laughs> Oh, the moldy peaches? It turns out it was filmed in 1995. It was not released until 1999. So it was from 95. Yes. So it was not a period piece. Well, because when it's saying, when I'm looking at it, it was like, oh, it was released in June of 1999, but it actually was filmed back in 95. And that's when the movie takes place. Which is where the movie takes place. Correct. That blows my mind then. Um, It then, so it was released in quote unquote theaters. As best as I can tell, it was released in a handful of theaters in Los Angeles to just kind of get like, okay, so normally movies that are actually movies have to be at least 90 minutes. That's like part of the MPAA. It's something where you have to, basically it has to hit a certain time Mm -hmm. with credits to be considered an actual motion picture. Oh, those opening credits took up at least half. So (laughs) what did Atomic Blue clock in at? Uh, with credits, one hour and four minutes. So is this our shortest movie that we've done? Mad Bull... Well, no, I guess Mad Bull was longer, yeah, it was, too. It was definitely longer. Because that was a what TV about, movie, but that was a two-hour TV movie, so yeah. with commercials, it still ended up being like an hour and 30, what hour and 40. WrestleManiac X7? That was like... I mean, I can find out if you I give mean, me a second. I believe WrestleMania... I believe WrestleManiac was like an hour and 15, maybe. Hmm. It was fairly, fairly short, also. You've got to think, too. There's going to be a lot of these kind of Mexican Lucha Libre type movies out there. WrestleManiac was an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. Did I just say that? You did. Yeah. Nice. Good job. 
Uh, how long did it feel? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong show. Oh, sorry. Um, a lot shorter than this one. <laughs> well, yeah, because this was an hour and four with credits, and we were all sitting there and being like, how long has this movie been going on for? I, um, the very first note I took about this movie was, this is the, the Mexican wrestling equivalent of The Room. So should we start showing this movie to all of our fellow wrestlers and like yes can we turn Atomic Blue into a cult classic This movie is the room on so many levels on so many different ways where like you know what this movie didn't last that long you know what would have padded this movie out to go long enough a long sex scene about four long sex scenes <laughs> Well I mean there were a couple of times where I thought that little kid was going to get fucked Yeah and that giant bird cage <laughs> right not Nathan Lane and Robin Williams No that what a great movie that was it the was, bird cage yeah. Oh you pierced the toast so what Um just <laughs> Just to give a little insight I'm going to read the synopsis for Atomic Blue for our listeners oh, we haven't done that in a while. So Do. yeah um a movie for kids of all ages. Nope. A nostalgic tribute to the ever-popular Mexican wrestling movies uh-uh. of the 50s and 60s. Fast Mexican wrestling action, colorful costumes, and a positive message for kids of all ages. Nope. Audience acclaim at the following festivals. The Latino International Film Festival of Los really? Angeles. Really the San Diego Latino International Film Festival. And the San Antonio Latino International Film Festival. Mm-mm. Atomic Blue is an everyman. A person among us who personifies heroism in the small actions and gestures of respect, fair play, and honesty. Kind of a that dick. gives no insight into this movie at all. The Mexican wrestler oh. is both a statement <laughs> and an icon. Where a mask shields, it also points to the reinventa- reinvention of humanity. Kicked oh. a kid in the ass. The masked wrestler is a shapeshifter, nope. a messenger, nope. and a prophet. Nope, not at all. Is he a demigod? No. Um, Atomic Blue, Mexican wrestler, aside from borrowing from the symbolism and history of modern Mexican mythology, is intended to be a fun film. Not really. Finn. (laughs) Finn Wolfhard? (laughs) Right. So this went to the film festival circuit in... uh, March fourteenth, nineteen ninety nine was when it was kind of when it had first dropped into one of the the showings at the cinema, and then it was released on DVD or VHS uh, on July July of two thousand, and then on DVD in two thousand six. I think I might have one of the twenty copies on I, DVD. I don't think it was released. I think it escaped. <laughs> so I mean, where do we begin? Let's uh, begin at the beginning. Good job, <laughs> right? That's always a good place to start, right? Um, so we get kind of like it reminded me of was it Grunt, where like the movie started with all the wrestling scenes, just like over the credits. Yeah, they had some cool spots. Mikey uh, was popping big for this one spot where a guy got picked up in a uh, backbreaker, and his partner jumped over the top of the backbreaker in order to uh, somersault senton onto his partner. Who was trying to come in and make the save. Oh, yeah. It also reminded me a bit of uh, Ready to Rumble, where it had a lot of uh, the the old footage interspliced in there. Now, in this movie, they also... The reason I thought it was a period piece at first was because they mentioned um, Dory Funk Jr. wrestling Mil Mascaris, and like, what?! But it's like no, they're they're just legends apparently. So yeah, they were they were kind of going back in in time and with their favorites. I mean, I'd love to read the script for this movie, but I'm pretty sure the cocktail napkin it was written on got like lost. <laughs> There's one question I have though: Is it intentionally? One? You'll have one question. <laughs> mainly, 
Um, is it Mexican wrestler? Because that's how it's written everywhere. Yeah, the M-E-X is capitalized. capitalized. The so, I is lowercase, and the can is capitalized again. Mexi can? No, because of, uh, the I is lowercase. <laughs> I'm just saying that on the actual title credits in the movie, it is M-E-X capital, lowercase I, and then capital can. What the fuck does that even mean? No one knows. It's it's very provocative. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I like how the movie uh, properly owns kind of with uh, Harry Smilak, S.A. Vato. Oh, yes. Uh, I thought that, too. Like, like <laughs> even more racist Harry Smilak. And it uh, it definitely showed that it was 1995 because he put the club he on his car. He used the fucking club. So I'm going to say something that may come off slightly racially insensitive. Only white people use the club? No. I used no. to have a club. Did you? Yeah. You had well, better, you lived in Brockton. You're better off using it as a club to beat away the people trying to steal your car. <laughs> you lived in Brockton. I can see that. Um, a lot of the side characters in this movie, the family, the the I I I could not I could not differentiate them, and it's not because is that racist? Well, it's not because oh they're all Mexican, they all look the same, or anything like that. Well, there was no. There There's no character no. names. Right. They all are like they intermediately go from talking in English to talking in Mexican, and occasionally there's subtitles. Right. Okay. Spanish. Here and there. But like speaking Mexican. Whatever. Yeah, build the wall, JC. They're speaking Mexican. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be huge. I'm gonna build this wall, Mike Payton. Mike Payton, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, but again, it's not to try to come off like I'm like, oh, it's just they, they don't have a characters. Mm. Also, so, they're all dressed identically, weirdly. Like, they're sitting outside the house that was in Friday, and they were talking <laughs> about, like, they're like, damn! Debo walked by. <laughs> if Tiny Lister fucking showed up, that would be amazing. He walked by, he's like, hey, I just got a job over at uh, Sporty's Grill down the street. <laughs> he's like, oops, wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they're talking about getting a house in San Bernardino. It's got a two-car garage. You can do like they're it's like right by the they're mall. setting up this story where you're like, oh, okay, so maybe they're trying to get out of the the ghetto and into the right. this new place. That's what it seemed like to at me. first in the first thirty seconds, right? And then they immediately immediately drop that to have Harry Smilak show up and try to buy the house they're currently living in from them. Right. No, Milamo. So like over the top, annoying white guy trying Spanish. Here's the thing: if they wanted to buy a new house in San Bernardino, they could have taken the money from the sale he offered mm-hmm. to buy their house. And go buy the new fucking place in well, San yeah, they, Well, that's what the guy was saying. He's saying, you're going to get more money than what your house is worth. Seemed like a good deal And you me. can buy a, night, a much better place in a much better neighborhood. Right. And they were like, no. My <laughs> brother. <laughs> Muy macho. Mi hermano. Um, Pasta primavera. It's also... <laughs> <laughs> there was yeah, that was. Uh, this is also this scene where the father and the kid is maybe it's the father maybe uh, the the kid is trying to translate between Harry Smilak and Harry Smilak is having the kid translate despite the kid never speaking English in the scene and beforehand. Harry Smilak seems to understand it. Yes, yes, yes. Like he's like, there's no point. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Carney. He uh, he understands it, but he doesn't speak it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so the scene just kind of ends. Like, there's no like Harry. Harry Smiley, like heads back off to his car, and he's just like, Argh. he's like, oh, see you later, amigos. Oh, let me unlock my boot, my club, rather." <laughs> 
Yeah. It was a club or the boot. It was the club. It was a club. club. Yeah. The right. boot the goes on the wheel. Yes. Well, I thought the boot was always on the the tire. Yeah, the, the yes. tire, whatever. All oh, right, okay. I just, I just I want to know how a car works. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. Um, we so then we get the two brothers, Nick and Diego. His, and Diego, yeah. maybe they call them I the guess. Diego brothers. Right, Diego, Diego, and Nick Diego. Yeah, but their name is Rodriguez. Rodriguez, <laughs> Bender, yeah. bending Rodriguez. <laughs> Yes. I we, don't now I don't know if Diego is just a, a derogatory slur, but it's also mm. Spanish people calling him that, so I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention as Harry Smilek left, he's like, Adios, amigos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the uh you know, I just mentioned it, but you know, whatever. No, you we, Come on, JC. Uh, thanks, Lumby. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I do also want to give a shout out to the production, uh, royalty free production music used oh, in this yeah. movie. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> that was me on my 95 uh, Muppet Babies Casio keyboard. <laughs> you are a Muppet Baby. Did, light, did the keys light up so you could practice? Um, no, they just kind of played and then you could fake play along. Oh, They'll make your dreams come true. Muppet um. <laughs> babies, they'll do the same for you. When your Stop. room looks kind of weird, <laughs> oh, and you wish Jake. that you weren't there, just close your eyes and make believe that you could be anywhere. Actually, doing the robot for those of you yes. who are wondering. If nope. you haven't figured that out by now, every time we say this, Robot Jake, nope, no. theater of the mind. People just think we're just saying it. Nope, I'm not really doing the robot. Yep. Every time. <laughs> not doing it right now. <laughs> yes, you are. Nope. Don't listen to him. Um, I'd also like to say that uh, as uh, Smilek, I love his, all his lines are so evil, but also like really particularly enunciated. Yes. Uh, he's like, oh, those Diego kids coming by the cajones. <laughs> he looks like, like a mix between, he's like a mix between Harry Smilek in both of the lackeys from No Holds Barred. Yes. <laughs> the ones with the teeny weenies. <laughs> and, but we, do we ever see him again? Mm, I think he's, he's in, in one more office? scene. No, you no, know he's not. Oh, that's the last time we see him when he talks to that guy. In so the he car. sets up. Like, but, what, but why does he have him by the balls? Because they wouldn't take. Because the they wouldn't take the sale. But like, are they trying to like develop the property? Maybe? Well, well, did Mikey, get... let me answer your question by uh, giving you the lyrics. <gasps> oh wait, what time is it now? It's time. Oh yeah! It's time for Jason Blackmail. Sorry, it's been in my head all weekend. It's time for Lumberjigs, titular song of the episode. Yeah. So uh, the titular song that we got was actually playing during the the uh, menu screen. The menu screen for the DVD, and it, yeah, you know, it should have just been prefaced by flashing spoiler alert because it basically told you what the story. I appreciated that. Um, we kind of needed it. Kid growing up in the city of nine. That's what I heard. Uh, uh, sure. Sure. Los Angeles, California, and to survive, he's got to put up one hell of a fight. For the highway, the man wants to take land away. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and little Nick needs a hero to save the day. And that man's name is Azul, Azul Atomico. That's not how the song went. But. That's, that's it's not bad. It's pretty good. Oh, no. God damn it. Atomico. So thanks for answering my question. They wanted to build a highway. All right. To hell? Yep. And they needed, you know, they needed the house to... to they they wanted to tear it down to, to build it the down. highway. 
And that's been... Three ways. No, no. <laughs> Lumberjake's put you, you a little song. You know, that okay. has been Lumberjake's titular song of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing back the hair. You know, I figured it was it was overdue. Bringing it back. Definitely overdue. So um, the lawyers ha- has hires some goons. Hired goons. <laughs> <laughs> hired some goons to take care. It's uh, two indiscriminate uh, Spanish guys, well, and then one giant robotic. Jake. Heavy. <laughs> well, this is the man who the lawyer was talking to in the car. I was like, take care of this. Yes. Okay, so this is what I need to ask. One, why do Diego and Nick, Fernando. Diego, Rodriguez, why do they have to go see Mr. Walker? The guy. Because they, they have a letter for him, and his secretary said that he was going to be in his office all day. So if. Okay, so they know that they have to go see Mr. Walker. Why the pickup baseball game? Well, that was, bef- you know, they were just having a good old yeah, time. That it was, was a nice just, day. Just, a, just goofing around. Yeah. And it's also because this is the room, and they need to, instead of football, they just have a random <laughs> baseball scene in the riddle. I wish they were in tuxedos. They, they should have been. They oh might as God. well have been. So they bat the ball around for like a minute. Or what? Maybe it's like the entire day? Could yeah, be. yeah. It was definitely darker by the time it was over. Time fucks with me in this and movie. Just like in the room, they don't know how to play ball, where the brother's throwing, kind of <laughs> half throwing the ball up and like hitting the ball 10 feet in front of him, but the brother's in the outfield yeah. for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And like the brother gets, and the, the ball always goes past him. He never catches it. And he needs to grab it, and then he like runs it back to his brother and hands it to him, and he bats it back out. So they finished their pickup uh, baseball game there. Which could have been 15 minutes or 15 hours. Either or. We don't know. Uh, and they're walking down the street to where we see our heavy. Our uh, heavy and the two goons. And the, the two hired goons. goons. On a roof. Hired goons. They're on a roof. Yes. And like they just happen to walk by yeah. them and they point them out. Which one what is it? Luck. The short one or the tall one? <laughs> so, um, Wouldn't they just kill both of them? The, that would make things a lot easier. Oh, spoiler alert. One of them gets murdered. <laughs> yeah. Shot in the back of the it's head. Like execution style. Yeah. So I don't see Nick get away. I saw Nick get away. They split paths. Did they? Okay. Yeah, well, all he right. went up and then his brother went down and they all they both followed oh, his brother. I missed that completely. Yeah. Now, the people chasing the two brothers are dressed identically to the two brothers. <laughs> so it looks like they're being chased by themselves and it's really strange. Oh my God. Now, the heavy has a very distinct voice that I knew I recognized from somewhere. Okay. His, he's a professional wrestler named Al Burke. Who we watched uh, earlier in a UWF match? He wrestled as Doctor Feelgood with Missy Hyatt. With Missy Hyatt, and um, JC, you may also recognize him from the Wedding Singer. He was Billy Joel's gi- or Billy Idol's giant fan. Oh! No one talks to Mr. Idol like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. All right. Wow. I believe that's Mr. Gilmore's jacket. A different person. Oh, oh, sorry. Different movie. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a happy wedding singer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he has to go back to the uh, PGA tour in order to get his dad's uh, estate. Yeah, but then he's dating that girl that loses her memory oh, and yeah. restarts every day. Right. And then to... that kid shows up at his front door and he has to take care of him, but it's not really yeah. his kid. It's John Stewart's yeah, kid. But then it turns out that he's also the bird. devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's also the son of the devil. Yeah. Happy 50 Big Daddy uh, 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 Madison? Yeah! (laughs) Well, this has been Three-Way Theater. People have tuned out three times. (laughs) (laughs) They've been tuning out since we started this show. Um, 
So yeah, that's so uh, he gets murdered. Yeah, dead. Yeah. Diego, Diego Rodriguez, rest in peace. Well, shot and, in the back, and, and then his brother goes home and doesn't say anything. We don't, we don't know how long in between. Yes, like, that's what I'm saying. From yes. when he died to when, because the kid didn't age. We, it wasn't that long. We get a total of zero amount of mourning. None. Well, because so it cuts it, from the murder to a wrestling show. So we don't even get a chance to see like the kid go home, tell his parents what may or right. may not We're have happened. We're just introduced right away to Atomic Blue. Right, to yes. Lucha Libra, El Peyote versus Azul Atomico. Uh, that means Atomic Blue in Spanish. Oh, wow. I like uh, Peyote. He calls Azul a payoso. That means yep. a clown. Oh. Um, also, we're introduced again to three fans that we never see again. No, we do. No, because this, these ones have one has an eye patch, these, one has mutton chop. No, they're not the same they're guys. The same guys. I will say that they are not because the guy did not have an eye patch in later yeah, scenes. Yeah, you don't have an eye patch right now. He only needed it for that one time. Yeah. Why? Because was, he just had eye surgery. Yeah, did he say that? Or are you just making up these storylines and backstories for these characters? Uh, that's isn't that all we do on this show? <laughs> I feel like they were all in disguise then, because so one like, put like fake mutton chops on, other put pubes on his face like a mustache. That was his. No, that wasn't. That was his facial hair. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and then the guy, the guy had an eye patch, and they all had cowboy hats. Yeah. Yes, that was them. That was the same guy. Different dudes. They made several appearances in this movie. Yeah, they were the three. They were the three-way theater. Of... They were the three amigo theater. <laughs> yes, love it. <laughs> Why aren't we the three amigo theater? <laughs> Listen, we <laughs> had a lot of better names for the show that we'd never picked. <laughs> oh, we could be top. Wait, what's wrong with three-way theater? Nothing's wrong with three-way theater, but like triple threat theater does some kind of badass. And three amigo theater, top, top. <laughs> Um, the match between Peyote and Azul ends in a screw job. Uh, but Somehow. does it? Because, like, Atomic Blue has him in a pinning combination. Yeah, he hits him with his big diving throat. He's diving, that, throat. diving throat thrust or Whatever. something. Um, and, like, rolls him up in, like, a cradle. Yeah. and then the... So there was no other way you could think that, hey, maybe right. this is the finish. Maybe. And then, but then some the promoter's like, promote. ring the bell. Yeah. It's very confusing. Everything in this movie is confusing. And his manager's all pissed because like, you didn't beat him. You were supposed to beat him. Oh, Chi-Chi. Is he Chi-Chi or is Azul Chi-Chi? I do not know. Chi-Chi is his manager. Are you sure? I I'm think 99% so. That sure. pause says 99% <laughs> is a bit. I'll pull up the IMDb cast list to get the names, but. If this has an IMDb cast list with full names, I'll be. Well, so immediately shocked. after ringing the bell and declaring the match a draw. Man, people are pissed. The promoter yeah. walks out of the ring and hands two guys who are sitting there envelopes, obviously filled with cash. Yes. Because wrestling. Because the fix is in. Is predetermined in this. No, but, it's real. But it's not. Yes, it is. It's what do you not. mean? Yes, it is. It's 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 it, 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 so you're saying he got fucked fixing, over legitimately. Fixing the but they, this this is something I'm assuming that happens all the time. Yeah, like no, no, the fix is in. Like they make sure one guy wins and one guy doesn't. And now, but it, now Atomic it, Blue doesn't know. No, that it, I believe he's truly trying to compete to win. Because he uses the same moves he uses in the ring on people in bars, <laughs> in the streets. If you don't think he's won a bar fight with that diving throat thrust, you're wrong. He uses it a couple times. All right, right so the only cast 
Here we go. <laughs> the only list I have for the cast, so I have re- uh, cast listed alphabetically. Atomic Blue, played by Atomic Blue. Damn it. Albert Albert plays Tex. Uh, G. Larry Butler, mayor of Los Angeles as Larry Butler. Oh, so he played himself? Yes. Uh, Tom Fitzpatrick as Gunner. That's the creepy Slender Man. Oh, okay. Was, uh, the, the tall man from Phantasm? Yes. Uh, there's Jesse Hernandez, who plays nobody. We didn't get a name on that. All right. Uh, Carl Lauer is the wrestling promoter, so he's the probably one with the envelopes. Yep. Um, Gabrielle Miller was secretary. She's the one that told the... Uh, you have a call online line? Is she a wrestler? It looks um, like it's her in a you know bathing suit or something in her IMDb photo. Let's see. Going to it right now. We're on the case. Loading, loading, loading. And she is not wearing a... She's wearing a dress. Um, that's debatable. It's a, it's a dress. Debatable. She's only known for three things. And Atomic if, Blue, Deadly Games, and Pacific, Pacific Blue. Blue. Oh, what are the chances? <laughs> we were just talking about Pacific Blue. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we're always talking about USA Original Series. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, characters welcome. This lady can't stay away from the fucking blue. Yeah. Her favorite song is also Blue by Eiffel 65. <laughs> I'm blue. Da dee da ba da da dee da Her three roles are 95, 97, 99. Boom. That's her career. She had a good run. <laughs> Um, so that she was the secretary. Uh, Tim Patterson played wrestler. All right. We don't know which one. The Tim Patterson. Uh, Robert Ryan played city attorney. And Raphael H. Robledo, Robledo played Atomic Blue. Wait, so I thought Atomic twice. Blue played. Atomic I Blue. agree with you. <laughs> And there's nothing, nothing else for the cast, so we don't know who Chi Chi. So Chi, his manager had a pretty prominent role in this movie. He should have a goddamn credit. And Tom Howard was definitely in this movie. Tom Howard is Angel Negro. Oh, yes, okay, I knew that was Tom Howard. He's a he's a he's a well-known trainer and wrestler in the indie scene in Cali. In, in Japan a bit. Okay, so we we're gonna say that he was Chi Chi because yeah, and he was also in G versus Z. Not not Tom. We're not talking about Tom Howard anymore. We're talking about the trainer. I'm talking about G versus E, All good right. versus evil. I got it. <laughs> All right. So moving away from the cast list on IMDb, Mankind was on G versus E. I think they did a wrestling episode. I do remember that. Oh, we can add that to the list. G versus E. Yeah. Um, Chichi is talking fucking mad shit to Atomic Blue. He's demoralizing him. He's like, you know, you're going to do one thing. You're just going to get in there. You're going to do your thing. You're the greatest showman there is. Get paid. Yeah, like, but he was like, you have to win. That's what I, that's what was he's like. Which we've determined he did do, right? Like, he won that match, and then they just said, no, he right. lost. Yes. Right. And, the, like, his manager's like, you got to win. You were supposed to win that match. you got to win these things. I want to win. <laughs> um, so, yes, wrestling is real. Okay, wrestling is real. We then cut back to uh, the little kid's house, and he watches. He he's his sit- uncles uh, and cousins are sitting around the TV. Just right there. This was the most ham-handed, forced dialogue. Like trying to be like, listen, this will get like the wrestling, the non-wrestling <laughs> fans and the wrestling fans together. Because it's like, hey, we can have disagreements. But we're all still friends. And they're sitting around and like, this was before the rock and wrestling brought them to the ring. The good old days. Yeah. Like, oh. talking about the old-fashioned, like... They had a lot of old-fashioned things. They had a they had a poster in there, and it was promoting Vianos 1, 2, and 3, which is pretty funny, considering uh, the Vianos <laughs> later on would be, like, 4, 5, and 6. True. Or 
Um, there's also I can't remember, I just wrote it down because it called out to me. They were talking about how wrestling, you know, it's a big business. There's t-shirts, calzones. They said calzones. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's all about we need a hero. Basically, they're trying to say that there needs to be somebody out there to stand up for the common man. Well, they're also watching an, what looks like to be an old old movie, movie of Azul Atomico? Based on, well, that yeah, that's basically like this movie. So do you think Azul, Azul Atomico was like a gimmick passed down, like a tiger mask? Okay. No, I mean, we are giving much more thought to it than the screenwriters <laughs> Because did. this was, they were clearly watching a 1930s movie. Yes, right. To where the wrestler would like take justice into his own hands. Yes. And help people. Yeah, but and that's they were, what they needed. But they were watching the movie like they were watching wrestling. They're like, so fake. It's a movie. They were <laughs> right. watching a movie. Um, the uh, Nick, the little brother, then goes into his bedroom, uh, opens <laughs> up a newspaper, but Holy. he doesn't know how newspapers work. Holy so it's he's like forever to open it up to the spot he wanted. And then it opens up, and then the camera zooms in on the masked wrestler oh face, which may have been an advertisement in the paper. Don't know. Who knows? Personal and Nick ad. breaks the fourth wall and just stares into the camera <laughs> like a big what? smile. What? And at this point, this is this is how I don't understand how time works. It then cuts to Chi Chi still yelling at Atomic Blue. And then Nick showing up. Yeah, just peeks his head around. around. Yeah. How how did he get there? Well, you see, while the matches were going on, the little kid was first reading the papers, and then when he was being yelled at, the kid was on his way. So why not show that first if that's the case? (laughs) We need to save time. We only have an hour and four minutes (laughs) with credits. No one gets credit on this movie. No. They were like, "Hey, you uh, you want a film credit?" No, no thanks. Uh, Chi-Chi's just like, you're breaking my heart. You're tearing me apart, <laughs> Chi-Chi. <laughs> so now Nick and Atomic Blue, he, you know, they, you know, Atomic Blue sees him over in the corner, and then it smash cuts to them inside the arena mopping. And Atomic Blue has made Nick mop for him. Yep, smart. And then they, they must have talked about the fact that his brother was murdered, yes. but we never hear about it. He basically just... Uh, he, does, he just Nick, said it in passing. The kid doesn't actually say it, but Atomic Blue says, man, that's a really tough situation you're going through, especially with the death of your brother. Yes. And that was it. Yes. That's that was the a, only other mention That's the only time it. before or since that it's mentioned. Right. Um, and then basically they become friends, I guess? Well, he's, he's asking Atomic Blue for help. We and Atomic help. Blue says... No. no. He says, pass. He says, help yourself, <laughs> Hard pass. I'm not a hero. Help yourself. He says, El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. They can't, you can't top that. Um, top that. <laughs> what? Okay, so I, I, my notes kind of went off track at this point because I just completely lost, like, the ability. Interest. Well, not in, <laughs> Like, I was trying to follow along. I'm like, what's happening? What, what, what makes him... Change his mind. He won a wrestling match, he won right? Match, yeah. So he the next night goes by, he sees Mexican three way theater, and they tell him, "Oh, we put up a lot of money on you. You got to win." And then he goes to the next town in Bakersfield, and then he wins his match, and that somehow makes him realize he has to fight for Nick. And it's so weird because like. The match, he gets his fucking ass kicked. Tom Howard beats the piss out of him. Hits all of his high spots on him. And he misses, like, one move and he rolls him up and that's it. It's like, like, man, I've never seen a performance like that. You're reinvigorated. 
What? <laughs> like he wrestled the same match he wrestled in the last match. Yes, yeah, like, only this time he didn't get screwed over. Um, I like so we cut to what I assumed was the mayor's office. It was the mayor's yeah, office. But we couldn't figure out which one was the mayor. Because they neither were, apparently they were inter- they were putting musical chairs spinning around and around the desk. Yeah. Hey, do you want you want to sit here now? Can oh. I sit in the big chair? Oh, they need the mayor here. You get on the phone, guy. That's not the mayor. They they get their secretary, who we've realized was Gabrielle Miller, mm-hmm. credited. Yep. Little Gabby. Uh, <laughs> Gabs. Uh, she was. I'm Oh, I do like Gabby Hoffman. Yeah, Is that now and then? Yep. Mm. Okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was just getting real reminiscent. Real was, what a great ensemble cast now and then. Yeah, Can we talk about right. that? Uh, yeah. Thora Birch. Oh. oh Christina Ricci. Oh. Rosie O'Donnell. So, Atomic Blue. <laughs> I was wondering how long we could let that uncomfortable silence last for. <laughs> it was pretty impressive. Um, so People were checking to see if the podcast paused. <laughs> what just happened? Uh, the the secretary says, you've got to turn on the TV and see what's going on in the news right now. Ah, where's your remote? Uh, what channel? Turn it to the Mexican channel. Oh. That's okay now. <laughs> Uh, my favorite part of this is the little, like, the different talking heads of people getting interviewed, and one of the ladies goes, what a modest man. <laughs> like, well, the, the mate, who, somebody answers, when he's like, put down uh, that goddamn wait, handphone. Wait, what? A, a, a guy in a mask? What, what do you, what do you mean? Oh, put on the news. Right. Like, that's what the secretary is telling him to do. Right. Um, my also favorite is when the two evil men that are not the mayor are sitting in the office. Yeah. <laughs> Say hi to the missus. <laughs> I'm not I'm married. married. <laughs> Some of the lines in this movie are genuinely chuckle-worthy. Yeah. Like, uh, do you would think they're ad-libs, or do you think, like, this was written into the script? That seems like an ad-lib. Like, or it was an ad-lib, and then the director's like, love it, we're going to do 20 more takes with that one line. You think they did 20 takes of this movie? Yep. No. Totally. You're lucky we got one take. You're lucky you just didn't like have like off the scene like the boom mic. You know, one was... thing that um, the room had on Atomic Blue was the uh, the fact that the room actually went back and re-recorded dialogue when it was impossible to hear because they're like, "Hey, let's uh, record on front of a porch, in front of a street, and you can just hear cars going by rather than what the people are saying." The hey, other... hey, what's going? The other thing is. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is, is that the room at least had, like, Tommy Wiseau had hired some actual professional crew. Yeah. I'm not positive anybody in this movie was professional at all. Not even the wrestlers. I don't know. No. Little Lil, Lil Nicky was a, was a class act. He was a yeah, worker. Uh, he was a class act? Yeah. He, yeah. My, my brother hit me in the face with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. <laughs> Um, best actor in this movie was the kid. Oh, you Nikki. know what? I'll give that to you. The best actor in this movie was absolutely the little kid. Agree to disagree. Oh, so who's your okay? Who's your best in show for Atomic <laughs> Blue? And the winner is. Uh, <laughs> oh. Wait, what was that? <laughs> Are you having a stroke? Oh no! This car's driving by. Well, he gave an answer. We just couldn't hear it. Yeah, so that's all right. Move let's on. move on. Um, let's talk about the child abuse. Oh, can we? All day. So they have a falling out, yeah, and, and again, it happens out of nowhere for no yeah. reason. Well, we go. Right, so let's talk about the fight scene out. So Atomic Blue's driving in his car. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus, yeah. 
We're jumping ahead a little. So let's go back. His car breaks down. Unrelated. Which we weren't sure about because he's being followed by the thugs that murdered Nick's brother. Right. It looked more like his car ran out of gas at the exact location he wanted it we to. We couldn't tell because... <laughs> That's the sound the car made as it was slowly stopping in this alleyway. And at first yeah. I'm like, oh, Atomic Blue's luring them in. But nope. He just opens, he goes, oh, damn, my car. Opens his hood, starts checking under the hood. And then the two thugs come out. And then uh, Miss Dr. Feelgood shows up. Yes. And they get into this crazy Tex. fight scene. <laughs> I can't take fucking this, this, they're heavy of this movie Tex, seriously, because he's this giant guy wearing a cowboy hat, and he has like a Jerry curl mullet, like and only in the back. In green rimmed glasses, the, he stole them from Sunny Beach from UWL. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he's kind of cosplaying as Undertaker and Suburban Commando. Yes, his stunt double. And then he has those fucking glasses. Yes, you can't. So, Tom Cruise is fighting the two the two thugs. And then when the heavy shows up, he's like, "That's enough, guys." Yeah, he calls them off. Yeah. We'll get you soon. See, and then they just leave. Like what? There's three of you and one of him. And it feels like after that fight scene, Atomic Blue kind of doesn't want that life. He doesn't want to. Because then he realizes be... that there's a bounty on his yeah. head. Yes, and that's where I feel like he kind of turns on Nick, and like they have this falling out in the hallway of the locker room, and they are like. Like, Atomic Blue tells him to get out of here, and then he goes, wait, 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 wait. No, the best thing is, Atomic Blue and him are having a fight, and then the kid's walking around, he's like, you suck! You suck, Atomic <laughs> And then Atomic Blue's like, wait, 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 kid, kid. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just messing around. We're still friends, right? Come back, come back, come, come back. back. Come here, but come on, come on, Kids, come back. Nick slowly kind of walks like, back you, over. Are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're still amigos. Come here, come on, come here. He gives him a hug, and he spins him around and kicks him in the ass <laughs> and knocks him to the ground. He deserved it. Not since Did he? Not since all the marbles have we had a least likable fucking protagonist. I mean, I don't really like anything about Atomic Blue. Ah, oh, the person or the movie? Both? <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. He booted a kid in the ass and just sent him spinning into the ground, and then he's like, that's for disrespecting your elders! <laughs> Which, how old do you think Atomic Blue is? 22. 39 years old. <laughs> okay. All right. He's 18. Yeah, like, maybe, we don't know. Kicked a 12-year-old for disrespecting his elders. I mean, respect for keeping the mask on the entire movie. The like, entire... We don't even... He does. He takes his uh, wrist tape off and goes home with his wrist tape on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get to a, another wrestling match. I think this is one of the first movies we watched where the wrestling matches they really mean nothing to the to the movie. They're, like, they're just there. They're we not a, bad. They're not. They're not bad. But there's nothing like we could sit here and talk about grunt in their wrestling scenes or ready to rumble or all the any, marbles. The uh, half hour fucking main event. Yeah, thing. like this is a movie that again that's an hour and three minutes. They're just like and eh, throw another like like thing in there. Throw another match in there. Are they like all the matches? Like they don't know. Yeah. And also, we never see Atomic Blue with his cape in any of the matches. No. We only see him with a cape when he gets beat up by a random guy in a club. It's like his Hulk up thing. Like, he gets the cape and then finally... But, but we there's no... Never built... No build up. It's also a very short cape that goes like his mid-back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's more of a shawl than a cape. Yes. Like a, like a very spangly shawl. So while Atomic Blue is wrestling in this match, Nick gets kidnapped. 
Yes, yeah. because he's the fucking that dumb kid. Fucking Tex is like, hey, come here, hey kid, come here, come here over here. Hey, look over there, and just grabs him. Like this kid was begging to be kidnapped, but in '99, kids didn't know, or '95, kids didn't know better, right? I guess. Face of danger, brother. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but like, when I was in elementary school, like my third grade teacher had a sign in her room that said, "A stranger is a friend you haven't met yet." What? Yeah, I don't. That's that doesn't seem that not a good idea. I, I like encouraging you. I fully agree with you. You're lucky you weren't taken. Meh, they didn't want to carry me. <laughs> <laughs> All your opponents have been saying that for years. They would have had to feed them too. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, this is too much. Yeah, let it go. They're like hard pass, El Paso. <laughs> um. So after the match is over with, Atomic Blue is so fucking psyched, he heads to the back and finds Chi-Chi tied up! Oh no, Chi-Chi! Fuck. Yeah. Again, well, an entire scene that we've met. We just, we just, we're missing so much connective tissue. We did see when he told Chi-Chi he had a bounty on his head, and Chi-Chi replies with, Damn! <laughs> damn, 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 damn! He reacted like Florida finding out that James died on Good Times. <laughs> I'm gonna call you out, Mikey, and say that I think Chi-Chi was the best in this movie. Right. Like, That's what I said. You said... Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. I, I, I didn't hear it because that car's driving yeah. by. <laughs> Um, he was a physical comedian. He, yeah, he had it all. He was a great rapist. Yeah, fantastic. Like, you know, so they untie Chi Chi. The phone rings, and they find out that Nick has been kidnapped. Uh, he's got a bounce now. Now they have to come and save Nick. Do you think they go and save Nick, or do you think they go see the Mexican Elvis? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank Christ that they saw the Mexican Elvis. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> He gets into a random fight with this big Vendejo. Well, but, but not even that. And They find out that this young child has been kidnapped. Okay, let's go to the club. Let's go to the club. we got to drink this out. And then fucking Chi-Chi's well, like, Chi-Chi's wearing Mom. his best. So, like, he's his like, best I, I, best? He's like, I oh, just exactly. got this today, and I have to wear it. Um, <laughs> they go to this club, and he's like, what? Mexican Elvis? And just this Mexican guy, and he's wearing an Elvis costume, but, like, the pants are a Mexican flag, and it's awesome. <laughs> All right, I changed my mind. Mexican Elvis is the best <laughs> actor in this movie. And easily the most mysterious. And also oh, the God. most helpful. Yes. Jesus. So who? So he gets a... Ta- uh, Danny Trejo shows up. Yeah. Machete. Yes. He shows up, yeah. and he starts attacking Atomic Blue. And nobody in the club seems to either A, care, or B, want to help. Um, the, the people seem a little concerned. Mexican Elvis un- is not deterred in He's the He's still slightest. performing as they're fighting. He's performing Does great. not skip a beat. He is nailing it. Yeah. Um, and then from off screen, we assume Chi-Chi we guess his manager throws, throws his, cape his cape that we've never seen in the movie yet. Yeah. So he throws on the cape and then dives off the stage, stage dive. Smashes him with a steel no, chair. Isn't he? Doesn't he hook up after he gets the information? Does he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You're right. That, Mex- that's, that Mexican Elvis takes a a second out of singing Azul well, yeah, Suede uh, Shoes. He, he's on the Atomic Blue is uh, like bumped on the stage in front of Mexican Elvis. Yes. And Mexican Elvis. He's like, hey. Just bends over. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> like kneels and like crouches down over him and. 
tells him. He's like, hey, where that, the kid that is. little kidnapped boy you're looking for that got kidnapped at that wrestling match by Tex, that big guy wearing the green glasses and cowboy hat, I just want to let you know he's behind this building. Here's the exact address <laughs> and the location. He's being kept in a giant bird cage. You're going to have to go around the side. <laughs> wow, thanks. Uh, that was very helpful, Mexican Elvis. No problem. I'll have a blue Azul Christmas without you. We all got there at different times. Like, we all started, and then really... <laughs> but we all got there. Yeah, we, we got it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Fuck me, man. Um, like... What would have happened if they didn't go see Mexican Elvis? That's why they had to go to the club instead of saving the kid. Is that why? Yes. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) What else would there be? So when they get the information they need, he kills Danny Trejo, smash steel chair, knocks him out cold, and then Chi-Chi grabs a couple bitches... Grabs one bitch out. Ooh, I'll take this one. He had one he with He had him one already. And decided to take another one with him. Yeah. Off the stage. Like, you come with me. It was the secretary, wasn't it? No. Wait, what? No, it was not. Girl- but wait, that would connect it all together. If the secretary was there with all the information on where Nick was captive, she told Mexican Elvis to tell Mexican Elvis to tell Atomic Blue. So why didn't she just tell Atomic Blue? Because then she would reveal herself as helping and she couldn't get herself caught by the evil Mr. Mayor. And that's Whoa. why Chi Chi grabbed her off stage and said, Yo, you're coming with me. I'm gonna keep you safe. I'll pretend that I'm fucking you, although I am also going to fuck you. Just to keep the story straight. Holy shit. <laughs> Gabrielle Miller, Gabby, you did it again. You fucking minx. Gabby Holy Hoffman. Little Gabs. Wasn't Gabby Hoffman and Uncle Buck? Um Yes. As long as you have no follow-up questions, Is yes. That her? The one with the eyebrows. Yes. No, she wasn't. In Stop asking follow-up questions. I said no more follow-up questions. Maybe she wasn't in there. <laughs> I can't remember. Nick is trapped in a giant bird cage. It's the coolest looking. Like, yeah. Contraption to keep a kid in. He looked like he. There should be a little swing in there, and <laughs> and uh, Sylvester is plotting to get him. Well, they should. They should have had him under a, yes. They should have had him under a black curtain and then pulled it off, and he would have been He's under sleeping. There yeah. <laughs> He's sleeping when the curtain's over him. <sighs> One of the guys that murdered his brother asked if he was hard. He did ask if he was hard. He's hit, so he's outside of the cage and he has like a metal rod. Just in his poking hand. him. And he's like, yeah, Just and he's jabbing him, hitting it against the cage. Because oh, you scared kid? You hard? Like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm glad he... we all caught. Like we're like, did he say that? Definitely did. Muy macho. Spoiler alert, he wasn't. (laughs) Spoiler alert, the cage wasn't locked. (laughs) That's also accurate. They they were going on the honor system. Well, so so, uh, basically Atomic Blue finally blews up, and he's just like, we need to do something, Chi-Chi. We need to go save this kid, you know, and, and... Chi-Chi's like, I gotta bring these bitches back to my place. And gotta get changed. Yeah. So we don't see Chi-Chi again till the very end of the movie. So Blue goes by himself. Yeah. And he Please. finds... Yes, please, Azul. Sorry. Azul, if you're nasty. <laughs> uh, Mr. Atomic, if you're nasty, like they called him in the news report. Oh, that's right. Um, they, you get to the to this warehouse, and he finds Nick, and he just opens the cage door. They yeah. do show him attempting to open three random doors around the building. That's right. 
It's like, it's oh, like, locked. Also locked. The bars in the cage were definitely open enough that the but kid he could just slip right through. through. Well, that too. But he could have just reached his hand around and opened the fucking door. That's also yeah. accurate. Yeah, all situations are accurate. Listen, he was in a giant bird cage. Everything's out the fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's one of those situations where they looked around and they just had props, and they were like, "We have this giant cage. Oh yeah, we'll put that kid in that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it. Um, probably my favorite little part of the movie, and I think it was for you as well, Jake, was when uh, the the thugs show up to fight, and uh, <laughs> they put uh, Azul puts him in a sleeper hole. Yes. It has Nick <clears throat> check him. Yeah, check the arm. Check the arm, kid. Before this, though, um, they. Atomic Blue lets the kid out, but then they catch Atomic Blue again, and they tie him. Oh, my God. They tie him to the top of this, like, truss. And like, they, they they tie him up like he's Jesus. He's on his knees. Yeah, he's on his knees, and he's got arms, arms crossed, stretched yeah. out, um, and he's just kind of there. It's funny because they jumped him as he was opening the door for the kid, So like, and then the, the thugs ran up and beat him up, and then they tied him up. But then the kid just pops up from behind the fucking yeah, box. Like, hey, I'm okay, and I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that just gives him the opportunity to dive off the top. Right, right. Well, the kid shows up, unties Iago. Um, and then he uh, fakes it. Iago. Iago. <laughs> Mad Bull. <laughs> unties Atomic Blue's hands. But then he and, fakes it. But then he fakes whole, like, he, like he's still tied up, and then, surprise! What a survive, surprise of a good worker. Yes. Oh, look, he's still tied up. Wait a second, he's not! Yeah, fucking Tex was about to fucking turn him into a pinata with, a, like, a, like, a stick. So <laughs> just beat him to death. Um, which, that leads to them fighting and putting him in the sleeper hold, and I just love that. Check him! Check, check him! Well, check the arm! He gave two sleeper holds, and he only had the kid check one guy? Well, because I think he killed the other guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he snapped the neck of the yeah. other person. Yeah, the, the first guy just got knocked out. The he second just got a one, hole. the second guy got his neck broken. Pretty sure his neck was snapped. Yeah, it did not need to be checked. He never came back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, don't bother checking him. He's dead. I say. Oh, you hard now. <laughs> and then did Tech show back up again? Yeah. Okay. He came back up. And, well, this uh, is the big, the big final scene, fight scene. Yes. Wasn't that big? It wasn't no, that it big. It wasn't. Because <laughs> I'm having such a hard time even remembering it right now. We watched this an hour ago. I do not. It was less than an hour ago. In the no, movie, it was less than an hour. <laughs> Azul wins. Azul. Uh, so, yeah, they escaped. So we know. Uh, you know, I go back to our very first episode, Body Slam, <laughs> where how upset Mikey was when they had this big tag team match. Uh, you know, that there's so much. There's so much stuff we have to a still lack wrap of real up. Closure. Uh, yeah, and Harry Smilek's still going to be killed by Mr. Kim. Yes. We have to tie these loose ends up, and it just doesn't happen. So let's just think about some of the loose ends of this film. Uh, there's the evil developer. Trying to buy the property, uh, we before, oh, before, okay. One theory this, I, I had on. a theory. Okay, what if Atomic Blue got turned on by the kid? Son of a bitch! And then you steal your, your son of a bitch. He uses the money that they get for the bounty to pay off the deed to the house. So. When it's time for the fight with, between Atomic Blue and um, Tex. Dr. Feelgood. Uh, Al Burke. Al Burke. Um, Atomic Blue hands the kid a gun and says, if he's winning, <laughs> shoot him. And he, That kid draws on him. He is... Yeah, he holds it sideways. <laughs> uh, 
he doesn't end up shooting him. Lame. Atomic Blue wins. And then the kid and Atomic Blue have their last like moment together. Yeah, Atomic Blue walks off into the sunset, and the kid's like, Well, Chi-Chi finally shows back up. Chi-Chi shows up. Dressed like um, Wesley Snipes and white men can't jump. <laughs> I like to think that Wesley Snipes is dressing up like him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, so the kid, you know, they have the big happy moment. The kid says, Atomic Blue, you'll always be my hero. Nods. And then just walks away. So, yep, see you but later. then the kid just leaves with Chi-Chi, and Chi-Chi's like, oh, I'm going to make money off of you. I'm going to make you a star. Take some Leonardo pitches you when you're hot. So, <laughs> you want to go fuck some bitches at my house? <laughs> I got Gabby Merrill over there. So you're positing that, in, well, so we were thinking he's going to turn on Atomic Blue? So when the kid gets the gun, when he says, here, here's the gun, shoot him if he's winning, the kid says, wait a minute, uh, there's a bounty on Atomic Blue's head for $100,000. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of pesos. So I have a couple... It's not pesos. They're in so, San Diego. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I do need to mention that the idea of currency in this world, tickets to that wrestling show oh, is $50. 50 bucks. Did you do your inflation? In what would... In, in 2018, $50 in, 19, in June 1995 would be $80.31. For general admission tickets. To an indie show. To a shindy. Shindy of the shindiest degrees. Um, the ropes are the ropes are looser than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Just the bottom. <laughs> um, I have a couple of alternative scenarios I wish they had gone with. I, I got um, another one where what if it was his brother? God damn it! Stop time. stealing! No! <laughs> Stop stealing my fucking goddamn scenario! Both of our scenarios, by the way. Yes. Even though it would make no sense, and Atomic Blue is clearly fatter and older, mm -hmm. if he had unmasked to reveal to be his brother, who's alive, alive right. somehow. Um, well, they could have built that up in the movie where, like, during a wrestling match, he gets hit in the lower back and he sells it like, ah! Why would he fake his own death in order to go back and save his family and then get murdered again by the people? <laughs> Why not? Anything else in this movie? Why not? <laughs> Anything goes, I guess. Um, the other thing I would have liked to have seen instead is that Azul actually trains Diego to take his place. Or Nick to take his place. Yeah. So, like... He's setting him all the time and giving him the hard time, kick him in the ass, all these like mop the floor. It's like a Mr. Miyagi situation. No, where he's you just think, being an asshole. Right. But you think that it's all building up to at the end of the movie, he's gonna be he the takes new... his mask off and gives it to Nick. And he's the next atomic. Yes. And, he wrestles. and that's and that could be why Chi Chi's like, I'm gonna make a lot of money off of you. All right. And he takes on Maximilian Ferraro. <laughs> yeah. I would have liked to have seen any other scenario than what they went with because they still did not tie up any loose ends. Nope. The mayor's still gonna win at the yes. end of the day. Whether They're building that goddamn highway. Whether Nick sells him out or not, it doesn't matter. They take the Eminent money domain. They, They're taking. Yeah, it. they better take the money before it starts to go down and down and down. I mean, the other. I have another theory that connects to the three-way theater movie universe. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got. No, no, no. I'm not. Nope. I'm gonna say it myself. Uh, this is this is uh, something we came up with. It's not. I have not consulted Jake at all on this. Joint effort. <laughs> Atomic Blue. Is WrestleManiac. Wow. He, walk, he walks off. He's in LA, travels crosses down the, to Mexico, finds this deserted ghost town. And that's where he peacefully dies, only not peaceful at all. And he becomes WrestleManiac, WrestleManiac 7. seven. <laughs> the seventh WrestleManiac. <laughs>
I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, me and JC, we will... Stop it! Stop! Uh, so... Uh, that's the end of the movie. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> One it. hour, because then we have the four-minute credit sequence. So really, this movie is conservatively about fifty-eight minutes long. Yes. We. Uh, I did want to go ahead and read a couple of reviews for this movie. Okay. Okay. Positive. I have. So I have a couple of five-star reviews and a couple of one-star reviews. How is this possible? Well, it's all right. So let me do the five stars for. <laughs> JC's heat's kicking in. Yeah, <laughs> I got a lot of heat on me after last night. Don't um, we both. All right, so let's see here. This is a review from January 6th of 2000. Atomic Blue Mexican Wrestler is a fantastic film. It combines action, comedy, drama, and politics. I thought the film was quite entertaining. For an independent film, it has a very high production value. The actors in the film were great, especially Azul, Hirsch, and Nick. Who the fuck is Hirsch? Great question. The wrestling scenes are realistic and well done. Culture clash is hilarious. The video sends a serious message and does very interesting political satire. Azul's populist appeal reminds me of Super Barrio, a famous Mexican wrestler. The soundtrack is also quite good. <laughs> all in all, this video is an interesting and entertaining film that I would highly recommend. What Five the, stars. What? What do you? What do they mean? Thanks, director of the movie. Hold on. What do they mean? A culture clash. This fish at a water story puts a luchador in a wrestling ring. What? <laughs> Um, so now I want to read this next five-star review, which helped me go down the rabbit hole a little bit further. It might help explain why I was on a really interesting website earlier. <clears throat> Meat spin? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, submitted on July 24, 2000. UWC Lucha Libre Lives. Atomic Blue, destined to become a wrestling classic movie, Atomic Blue utilized many of the United Wrestling Council stars that is a very big reason that the movie's wrestling action is incredible. The other reason is our UWC wrestlers were able to overcome the ineptness of the so-called legendary wrestling Mark and Mark coordinator Carl Lauer's participation in the making and all-out exploitation of Mexican wrestlers. What? We salute Mr. Salazar and the many people that it took to make and believed in the work and the message the movie makes. If you didn't understand most of the words that I just said, neither did I. Wait... Wait, so uh, d did I miss like an entire portion of the movie? I think this guy's talking like real life things. Yes, so he like is basically he is uh, saying that uh, this movie was uh, at least in conjunction with the United Wrestling Council, UWC. the UWC, and the promoter or somebody that was taking advantage of Mac Mexican right. Lucha Libre wrestlers right. was trying to like desecrate it or like maybe make a mockery of it or right. just... That's what I got out of it. And this movie helps, uh, I guess, show him that they were, that he was wrong or that they showed... I don't fucking know. I, I can't even sit here and try to fucking understand. But I did end up Google searching for the United Wrestling Council, which brought me to their Angel Fire page. Yes! They haven't updated this page since 1999. 
when they just said finally released. I love this design. The, it, it's actually very well done for, for 1995. Jinx. I killed them all. Uh, so what's the website? How can people okay. check it out? Okay, so if you want to check this out, I'll also post the link on threewaytheater.com, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, it is angelfire.com slash forward slash wrestling two forward slash UWC or actually UW City. Oh. That's it. All right. Yeah. Um, the Bronx Bomb. So, so some pictures on here. Mexican wrestlers. The Bronx Bomber. Oh, from the Bronx, Mexico? Yep. Um, yeah, this is... Oh, is that a little roster page? Yep. Oh, okay. I'm a diehard UWC Real Wrestling fan. That's Don Lastra, former UWC referee and candidate for U.S. Senator. <laughs> what? <laughs> look that up. See if he ever got the win. What's his name? <laughs> Don Lastra. Okay, while you look him up, I looked up Super Barrio Gomez. Okay. Who that last person said he was like. Yep. Um, Super Barrio Gomez is a Mexican real-life superhero, celebrity satirist and organizer inspired by luchador El Santo. Mm -hmm. His social justice superhero persona in comics and movies, Super Barrio wears a red tights and a red and yellow wrestler's mask. Rather than fight crime and corruption with violence, he uses his image to organize labor rallies and protests and file petitions. Uh-huh. Let me look up his name, see if he... If he won for the Senate. Yeah, it was... Oh, I will. But I wanted to also point out this young lady in a ski mask lying on a couch. What the fuck is that about? I have nothing to hide or be ashamed of. Competition is the name of the real game. Then why is she wearing a mask? A ski mask, not even a lucha mask. But she said it's not... <laughs> ski mask, that means it's a Polish mask. <clears throat> All right, so I'm looking up Don Laster here. Don Laster. He actually came in Laster place. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I desperately hope that he won. Uh, so, um, United Wrestling Council Angel Fire came yeah, up. So it brings back the same page that I was just on, typing in Don Laster U.S. Senate. Um, I don't see anything. Um, I think it's safe to say he didn't win. Yeah, because now I'm in the articles about Donald Trump, and it's the fourth line in Google. Yeah. So clearly there's not out, a lot out there about Don Lustra. Um, so bringing up the UWC, I wanted to bring that up just so I could reference the one of the one-star reviews that, uh -huh. I, that I had here. Um, so this was reviewed on March 30th, May 30th, 2002. This is an extremely horrible... I don't know what to call it. I can only believe that the other reviews were by friends of the director. Don't waste your time or money. One star. I uh, I just I, I looked up I looked up Donald Lastra. Uh huh. What do you got? He was uh, also he was known uh, he was known for being a famous roller derby referee. Oh uh, oh yeah. Interesting. Well, fun fact. Anything about the U.S. Senate? Not no. that I could find. But he was definitely a roller derby referee. Uh, yes. Do we agree with this guy's one star review? Is this a movie that uh? <laughs> You should check out. I feel like one star is generous. Um, <laughs> I will. I just want to read this one too. It's another one star. I can't believe I bought this piece of. I'm looking for a fork right now so I can gouge my eyes out. <laughs> if the director makes a sequel as he says, I'll hunt him down. If this is Mexican justice, I'll never party in Tijuana again. Jeez. <laughs> one star. One star. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so the director wanted to make a sequel, huh? Apparently, but I can tell you that I could not find anything. Like I, th- this is one of those movies. This is probably the like the least helpful I was able to find on any information on any of the movies we reviewed. And we did the Naked Man. Mm. Like, yeah, Naked Man was. We only had that trailer on YouTube, and we had to hunt that down to get a copy of that. And we ended up getting so much good stuff from that. Oh, I mean, yeah, considering that I. Th- like it took me months to buy that VHS copy on on eBay, like to be able to speak to mm-hmm. the the co writer, the director, the director of photography. Well, like we, it's, they were they were well known makers of film. Well, right, but to, to have us to be able to converse with them and talk to them about this movie, mm. like when trying to find any information on Atomic Blue and the people that we don't even have a full cast list, we don't even know who Hirsch was. <laughs> Fucking hurt. Hey guys. <laughs> yeah. What did we learn? <laughs> um. Always wear your seatbelt. All right. Um. If you have to go see Mr. Walker, don't spend the day playing baseball with your <laughs> retarded little brother, and then because you'll get shot in the back and uh, die. Hold right. for edit. <laughs> um. I, learned... I can't say little brother. No. Uh, no. Oh. You can I... say little bother. I learned that you can uh, just take a backup dancer from the stage and give her a little chi-chi action. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that was um, that, that was, was something. That was, that was something. Blue. That was something, all right. And it sure did. Sonic <laughs> Blue. <laughs> Blue. If you can't get, like, what that... Uh, you can't get the titular song as... I'm going to try to rip it so I can uh, sip it. Rip em. And if you can't, I think that we know what the song has to be then. iPhone 65. No, Black uh. Velvet. Black <laughs> Velvet in the little boy's smile. <laughs> um, so the most underrated songs of all time, by the way. <laughs> it's a pretty big hit. I'm going to give you you gentlemen a choice for our next film to review because we're we're almost at, get get away I'm looking get at the away. list before Mikey that's not that's not any of the things that you're going to be able to do. stop <laughs> so we know that uh, you know coming up in we're, we're almost to episode 30 of the movies and TV shows that we reviewed oh wow episode 30 is going to be our big beyond the mat we're going to be doing episode 30 for beyond is the mat is that next no that's um, no so next month we have to do episode 29 we need to uh, basically it's the precursor, but I'm going to give you two choices that you can choose from. Okay. So we can do either Muggsy's Girls, okay. which to me is a kind of like a throwback to kind of all the marbles, you know, women's wrestling mm-hmm. and a creepy manager, okay. that kind of thing. Or we can do Backyard Dogs, Ooh. which kind of is a throwback to Slammed, yeah, you know, with like, you know. Both reviewed on WrestleCrap.com. Right. And, and two things that kind Muggsy of. Muggsy Girls wasn't Slammed in Backyard Dogs. Right. So now, isn't that star the Black Power Ranger? Uh, it's very possible. I don't have. I, I can't give you that information. But um, I want to leave it to you. If you guys want to go for a, a little throwback back to the the seventies and eighties, and and check out you know Muggsy's Girls and the women's wrestling, because we will be coming after episode thirty. We're going to be heading back into Glow. Right. Season two is going to be so coming. So, Mikey, out. let's say uh, on three, oh, what we're oh, gonna, yes. what we want right. to. Okay. Right. One, two, three. Muggsy's Girls. Girls. Wow. All right. There it is. Okay. So we are going to do Muggsy's Girls next. Um, and then we're going to be doing big the big 3-0 for us. Wow. That's so weird. 
We're going to do Big 3-0 for uh, Beyond the Mat. I'm really excited to watch Beyond the Mat again. I actually bought the Extended Collector's Edition of Beyond the Mat. What does that entail? I don't know. I haven't watched it. I'm waiting until we watch it in episode 30. Sweet. I have no idea what, it's, what it entails. When was the last time you saw... It's been so it would have been 2009 is the last time I saw it because I had actually originally bought it on DVD and then uh, I lost it when I moved. All right. So I watched it when I got it. So almost 10 years. Yep. Jake? I'm um, probably in the same boat. I think I watched it a couple years ago with my girlfriend. Okay. So it's been, I mean, it's been long enough. I mean, I mean, I remember the movie, but it, like, oh, yeah. did you watch it in the theater, Mikey? Yes. All right. That's cool. Sure did. Um, the well, film Vince McMahon doesn't want you to see. Mugsy's girls. I had girls. to go to uh, Dedham to see the movie. Really? Yeah. I saw it in Seacon. No one knows what we're talking about. Right. It was limited. Yeah, it was a limited release. release. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jake, what's coming up for best in show? Um, hopefully, <laughs> we'll be doing uh, the Jeff Learns Wrestling guys with uh, the first Clash of Champions. And if not, I don't know. So one of the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, we'll figure that yeah, out. We'll yeah, figure it out. Um, we'll see. As we mentioned earlier, thank you to Stitcher, where we're now. We you know have all of our episodes available. Mm-hmm. iTunes, Podbean, the TuneIn app, SiriusXM. That's that's definitely not true. <laughs> and all of our episodes, you can watch every episode. So you are all mini casts, uh, the best in shows, and all of our full cast, full casts. Full of shit casts. <laughs> sure are. Uh, on threewaytheater.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. We are all there. Three Way Theater. Yeah. All right. And this has been. Oh, oh I, 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 I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjake. <laughs> and this sure? has been. And, and I'm JC. <laughs> And this has been Three Way Theater. What a fucking asshole. What a fucking scam. Stop calling him a scam. It's just a scam. Just being a scam. What are you doing? I broke something. Everything.
got a price on my head Some local vocals wanna see me dead for some do And all because I'm helping you Chewie, let's forget about this, it'll all be over I'll go back to selling memories for a cherry cola And a tongue taco too But I soon see the kid crying out to me My brother died for this, what about my family? No mama's way You are a hero to me, then it hit me This is not about me, but justice, truth, and liberty. I'm gonna put things back where they used to be. Cross out my suit.